0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hi everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of I Read It Online Somewhere. This week's episode is a compilation from I Read It Online Somewhere Season 1. That's right, we plan to have more than one. So in preparation for the next, we thought we'd bring you some of our favourite moments from the show. We hope you enjoy them, and look forward to teaching you more about science again soon. Enjoy! Welcome to I read it online somewhere. Your science questions answered.
2: Oh, no doubt, no doubt. Right, welcome. Bringing energies. Welcome to episode twenty of. What's wrong with my energies?
1: That What's was out of, that was out of nowhere.
2: I'm bringing my A game. Come on, A Doc. Let's go.
1: who's who's a dog me or Andrew
2: (laughs) oh right (laughs) you're a cat a cat
1: yeah I
2: don't know what would you want to be pick an animal ooh lava (laughs) (laughs) okay right we'll go with it welcome to episode 20 of I read it online somewhere your first port call for the weird science questions you're too scared to ask like no we've had that already I always do this
1: well it was me that wrote
2: it yeah but you didn't replace the question at the top
1: (laughs) I'm sacked. <laughs>
2: right. Welcome to episode 20 of a Reddit line somewhere. Your first port... Oh, no energy, man. <laughs> uh, anyway, I've got this, I've got this. Energy. Energy. And, and it's spelled N-R-G. I was yeah. trying
1: to get like a good picture for Christmas lights, but...
2: I'm Ross and I'm joined by my science teacher friend, dog Andrew. And the science teacher's worst nightmare, a llama, she picked that herself, Amy.
1: (laughs) Oh, people are not going to know about this.
2: Right, uh, we're going to start this week's podcast with uh, what we're going to do every week is what I read online this week.
1: So this is the headline that I read. Are you ready?
2: Yeah, we're ready. Okay,
1: so fattening up pigeons by feeding them bread in the park could make them more aggressive because heavier birds are the most dominant. Study finds.
2: Okay, this is quite awkward because that was my story.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, we should get married.
0: Not spoiler: <laughs> It's those
1: two. <laughs> um, okay, well we could just combine ours then.
2: Uh, yeah, let's, let's. I've got. I've got. I combined, I've got another one, so we're good. But let's let's discuss that. Um, so. So the bigger the pigeon is, and angrier it gets. Is that correct?
1: I, I don't know if it was... It says it's the most dominant, so I think, like... You know, it's like the guys in the gym that are, like, on steroids and huge, and they just are, like, naturally more aggressive. Does the bread have that kind of effect? Uh, sure, they're just going around a bit bloated.
0: Well, yeah, maybe.
1: May, and maybe because they get threatened by, like... What, what sort of thing of pigeons? A flock? A human. <laughs> no, maybe they get, like, threatened by... Like, the smaller pigeons to, like, show
0: dominance, so... Oh, that a, actually sounds like it is a real thing.
1: Look at me, like, being really sciencey. I out-scienced you. Um, no, so it says here that the it makes them more aggressive because heavier birds are the most dominant.
0: Oh, okay, so it's more about showing your size versus... Um, sorry, more, more about showing your size to... Elicit the dominance in the hierarchy of birds because uh, birds have a, a, I think it's a, no, it's a hierarchy. Sorry, um, so like a pecking order. You see that in chickens.
2: Pun intended. Uh, yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can I just say though the like cop- the bullet points underneath are a bit weird. So it says here that the study was for seventeen birds, eight males, nine females, and when adding weight to some of the pigeons became more aggressive. So I was thinking. What, what do you mean by weight? And it says when the weights are removed from the pigeons, they step back. I'm not being funny they've got like weights tied to their legs. What
0: sort of bird gym is this? Yeah,
1: well, I think I'd be aggressive if I was told to go and fly around with like 15 kilograms or something trapped to me. So,
0: yeah, gyms are supposed to be sharp. Uh, shut, up, guys. <laughs> yeah.
1: what, what are the pigeons doing? They're doing games.
2: gains. <laughs> yeah. I think one cast. good thing to point out from this is you mentioned how many pigeons there were. So, eight and nine. Um, so that's not really a big study to do. Small sample size. Yeah, it's a very small sample size. So while they've maybe made some sort of scientific conclusion, I would want this done on at least 100 pigeons in the gym before <laughs> yeah. before I can uh, agree that the bigger they are, or the feeding them bread makes them more aggressive. Before yes, they guys,
1: evolve to this
2: is This is right. Statistics are super
0: important when it comes to sample sizes. Yeah.
1: Do you know what's funny, though? There'll be, like, a Karen that's in, like, a pub. Well, she won't be in a pub at the moment, especially she's up in Aberdeen. She's so subject. I out complaining without her face mask If there's, like, a Karen telling her friend, do you know, I read this story that, like, if you feed birds, they get more aggressive and they'll attack you. Because that's all she's reading is this headline where it's actually, no, it's nothing to do with food. It's They've attached weights. I think that's what's making them aggressive. I don't think it's anything to do with the food.
0: I mean, I probably would agree with you, except I remember one time at university and I was walking through the middle of the quad and a seagull came out, swooped out and over and took my sandwich. I think I came home and told you two about
1: it. <laughs> That's Aberdeen, though. The seagulls are actually <laughs> on
2: steroids. Like, <laughs> they are a big they, big seagulls. So. They are a different
1: breed up in Aberdeen. So what are, we, what are we saying? Are we saying we don't think this is accurate enough to confirm?
0: I... It, sorry, uh, it, I, I don't think it is but mostly based on Ross's point of it's a very small sample size so it's, it's hard to make a generalised sweeping statement like that
1: Oh, I've got a really quick bird question actually just what I'm thinking I was told when I was younger that if you feed birds raw rice they die because their stomach explodes or if you give them bicarbonate of soda Is that true?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, bicarbonate of soda would be the opposite because uh, if their very stomachs much. are acidic Yeah, so it would react with the gas. So so that's more likely to do it than the rice. Yeah, the rice maybe just because it's dried. If it gets wet, it'll expand a bit. Expand, and then they'll get really aggressive
1: (laughs) because they'll weight loads.
2: I would say that would cause more of a rupture than an explosion. But yeah, I'm not an expert on pigeon explosions. Right. Mm-hmm. We
0: are really making this podcast about birds, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> right, really. We're really pushing this agenda. I mean. So we're,
2: we're saying this one's, um, yeah, we're a bit skeptical, scept- is- not, not sure. We right?
1: need like a I room see. 101 where we put it. Yeah. But I don't know what we're going to call it, we need to work on that.
0: The bad side, The mallard. Sorry. The <laughs> <laughs> mallard. Mallard mistakes.
2: Uh, my story this week is: grey reef sharks form lasting friendships, according to scientists who found that predators meet with the same group after a night of hunting. Oh! So I think after they go hunting, they basically go down the pub, down the local reef, and hang out. Like, oh, that's what, that's quite cool. I thought it was quite cool. And these are different
1: from great whites; they're grey reef sharks.
2: Grey reef sharks, yeah. I I don't know of, what kind of shark similar. they are, yeah, but I just I thought it was quite nice to.
1: That's quite sweet. I didn't think sharks were very sociable. Maybe they meet up though because like the the people that they've chosen are good at hunting, so it's not really a like friendship thing. It's more
0: maybe just to just good at getting food. Yeah, or discussing tactics, maybe. Yeah. Oh hey, Fred, what did you do? Oh well I, you know, went for the jugular and oh Sarah? <laughs> what oh, specific? you know I I lured it, them into there different ways of killing some sort of fighting motion. Yeah, I I don't know the sharks. I'm not a shark.
2: So what would be your method if you were a shark? What would you be saying down the reef to, to well, Steve. Let's say we were meeting down the reef right reef. How would you tell me about your day hunting? What 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 method did you use to hunt?
0: Oh, um Oh, hey guys. Uh so I just I just killed a uh I just ate a shark uh a fish uh looked like a shark, but actually it was the lensing effect of water. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, I just, you know, I saw them, and I thought, oh, do you know what? I watched this TikTok the other day. I'm gonna boop it on the nose. Boom, dead. Sonar, sonar. Are you sonar? <laughs> Sharks don't use sonar. That's Sharks a terrible, sonar. No. a terrible thing for a biologist to say. Um, yeah, okay, fair enough. I take my point. Are right, they not? So,
2: are they not blinder? Uh, I don't think they're blind. They've got a very good sense of. They're very light. good at, at sensing yeah. blood. I think much. they can see but they don't use their eyes necessarily to hunt. Yeah, it's more I had a scent.
1: I had an irrational fear as like a 15-year-old girl that if you go into the sea when your period is with you
0: <laughs> that
1: you're just going to get eaten by a shark.
0: It it seems irrational but it also seems relatively logical.
1: Okay, I'm not going to the sea
2: again.
0: Yeah, but, but I mean <laughs> I mean I mean I I don't I don't I don't
2: think it's true but you know yeah or, or maybe you never It this make sense yeah right so so what i would say if i was coming back from my day of hunting is i i think sharks uh, their tactic they use for hunting is they circle what they want to eat first mhm uh, so if you see a shark shark circling you uh, that's cuz they're trying to the way sharks like bite is they sort of swim forward bite and then swim through so they like sort of push forward as hard as they can so they circle you first to make sure the space behind so that they can actually do their sort of biting and swim through movement.
1: So it's literally like um, the kind of newer cars that have got parking sensors or like cameras and they can sense like what's around them they just got i can just imagine like a beep going through their head like if they're getting really close it's like beep beep, beep 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 beep
0: yeah i also feel like that you know like they move forward it kind of sounds similar to what i said about booping them oh, and something it, about slaughter and, then, the and then then biting them uh, i feel what you just said plus there was no characters your story was great but it lacked the characterization
2: it, it did mm-hmm. i'm sorry mm-hmm. i
0: didn't mention it was, it
1: was TikTok, too sciencey. Either. yeah <laughs>
2: Uh, so my, I'm going to start off with a question. Why do zebras have stripes? Amy.
1: Um, so people don't think that they're donkeys. Okay. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I, I would say. I did put you on the spot there. So. Or like, <laughs> obviously, I'm joking. Um, I don't know. I mean, animals usually have like different colours and stuff because it's like either camouflage. But I don't know what they're quite camouflaging for. Or is it just to, like, confuse their predators?
2: That seems sensible. Andrew, yeah. what do you think?
0: I would probably say that they have it for camouflage. But I feel like there's a tiny bit of, like, pattern recognition. You know, like, barcode jokes about, like, that they can recognise each other from their patterns. But I'm not well, too so sure. It's to
2: help, so it's to help zebras identify their mates? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right, well... According to a new paper published in the journal Proceedings of the Royal Society B, um, one of the reasons they might have stripes is to help them dazzle flies to stop them getting parasites. Oh.
1: Oh, like you mean flies are, are like. I'm really intrigued. So, Horse but...
2: flies want to sort of nip down, have a bit of blood, and in doing so, sometimes they pass on a parasite to the zebra. And the parasite could cause it to die. Oh. Uh, so what it's suggesting here is by having the stripes, they, they tests just with rugs. Um, they had striped rugs and unstriped rugs. And the flies just flew into the, the striped ones. They couldn't tell how close they were. Uh-huh. Whereas the plain one, which would be something like a horse or an antelope, they could tell uh, how close they were so they could land and then they could start sucking blood. Oh, that's cool. So so it's yeah, just one of the theories. Because if you think about it, if you look at the surroundings of a zebra, it might it could help with the camouflage, but almost makes them stand out a little bit. Yeah. Um, but obviously they can run quite fast, so they can get away from most predators. Uh, so yeah, maybe the stripes are to stop flies eating on them.
1: Interesting that they're the only animal that are similar to them, like a donkey. Like donkeys don't have that.
2: No, they don't. But, but where maybe are horse zebras from
1: no, though? No. They're from like Africa. They're in Madagascar.
0: You yeah, you can find them. Yeah. in... Uh, well, I South think Africa. I think you can find them in. Uh, it's mostly Central Africa, and Southern Africa. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah so
1: maybe it's with the heat, they're more likely to get horseflies and donkeys. Don't know where they're from. <laughs> yeah, or in the
2: clothes. UK. And yeah. Don- <laughs> yeah. flies. Uh, there was a donkey
1: maybe? in Bethlehem.
2: There was that a donkey in Bethlehem. Is, yeah. yeah, that's true. There was. Hmm. So just, cool, that was I just an interesting
1: that
2: quite one. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, we're going to go into our last story this week, which is Andrew.
0: Hello. Okay, so guys, mine is called. It, I mean, it is a little bit scary, and uh, you know the nights are getting darker. It we're coming close to Halloween, and my, the title of mine was scary enough. Lifeless objects stare at you everywhere. A new study explains why they won't quit. Now, um, this is a phenomena that I'm just gonna just double check how I pronounce again, called paradolia. Okay. Now, uh, oh. this thing of paradolia is where we can see faces in lifeless objects. So I'm not talking about like Buzz and, and Woody or like sitting across from you and they're staring at you. They they obviously have real faces, not real faces. They're not. Re- oh, oh, this is confusing. But um, you know where you see faces in like pots and pans or you know like
2: is, a, is it like the thing you see like old photographs and you see a face in the background but it's just the sort of smudgings make it look like yeah or like or you thing. know
0: um on the article it's really funny like they've got like tons of pictures and it's like uh, where there's like two holes in a brick and then there's like a smaller hole in the middle that makes the two eyes two eyes and the mouth so it's your or you know if you look at like a plug socket um it's the human's ability to um, we're we're programmed in our in our minds to recognise faces and then use yeah. that recognition to sort of determine whether or not this thing is a danger. But it's so ingrained in our system this evolutionary advantage um, about detecting faces that we actually just to det- start to detect faces everywhere. So if you've ever done that one of where um, I think sometimes you can see it. I've seen it going around like Facebook and Instagram recently of um it's a bit of wood that looks like an ostrich has run into it. Um or sometimes you see like Sid the sloth in a bit of wood. Um and it's because what you're doing is your brain is actually detecting the face. Um which is quite cool. I think it's yeah, quite cool no, to sort of see faces everywhere.
1: Do you know what? I actually knew this because I studied it at uni. <gasps> we did uh this is my third year abroad and I was not sober for most of it so this is this, this is all i can remember all i can remember was it was a guy called gestalt oh.
2: who
1: who came up with this theory that our brain are, is programmed to see faces and we actually went to go and see richard what's his name richard wiseman richard oh, yeah, so i was gonna say richard dawkins no, but yeah
2: <laughs> another scientist but different. <laughs> richard um, wiseman yeah richard wiseman he's written a book uh, paranormality oh. um which is sort of one of my favorite books and it talks about this and Actually, it's why a lot of people think they see ghosts is because, as you mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, we're evolutionary programmed to see faces.
0: Well, yeah, it's, because um, I suppose it's like seeing, do. you know, like the face of Jesus or the uh, the face of Mary Magdalene, like in things. Yeah. Um, you know, like toast. It's quite common. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's absolutely fascinating that this is like a thing. I love the brain. The brain is one of my favorite topics to teach about, and. I think it's just fascinating, all of these things that that happen. So, yeah, um, try and look out for some faces staring back at you from lifeless objects. Yeah, so, my information this week, or my thing I read online this week, comes from Reddit. And the title of my little post says, Your tongue knows exactly how everything you lick will feel...
1: <laughs>
0: oh. Or, how uh, sorry, oh, sorry, or your tongue knows exactly how everything you look at will feel. Oh. So, say for example, guys, if you look at the pop shield that's on the microphones, yeah, right, you literally know what that I've would be like it. to lick. I've just licked it. Okay, Ross, in times of pandemic, please don't lick stuff, just <laughs> look at it the and microphone. think, no I already it. know what that's going to be like. <laughs>
1: That is true. So, <laughs> is yeah, I know. Obviously, weird. but surely it's our brain that is telling us it's not our tongue.
0: Well, so I can only assume that it's associated with touch anyway. Touch, yeah. So um, that you already what it feels like for your hand. Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. So you you already know what it's going to feel like. Therefore, you can just like imagine what it's going to be like on your tongue. Yeah. So but, it's
2: like a damp hand just like drooling across.
0: <laughs> yeah. But like it's it is weird. You know, like like I'm looking at the keyboard and I'm thinking, oh yeah. The grooves in that keyboard it's like weird. i know exactly what they'll be like to lick like but it's, it's weird and yet kind of like oh yeah and then i was on tiktok and i saw someone with the video too and they were talking about the same thing so it's it's or, or it's is it just cool. when
2: we're younger we all lick so much stuff that we actually know what everything feels like
0: yeah but i've never licked a pine cone but i know what it would feel like to lick a pine cone
1: bet you've licked a pine of one in like your <laughs> you, look, you look like such a pine cone <laughs> licker um, yeah, we've, must... got, we've
2: got a younger son and he has <laughs> a younger son. everything in his mouth <laughs> is there something you're not told me <laughs> yeah, yeah a younger have, son than the one you have
1: who, um, who, to be honest he just puts everything in his mouth like mm, everything mm-hmm. and anything um, but that is part and, and of the... when he
2: gets upset he like licks a car it licks a wall
1: yeah it's really weird like if we tell him off, he'll just go up and like lick a wall. Don't <laughs> it's
2: know why. Maybe a comfort thing, but but yeah, I, th- I think we probably do a lot of experimenting when we're younger, but we we don't actually remember it. But your brain does. a yeah, bit Yeah, well. I
0: suppose. I suppose I'm not, but I just I don't know.
2: Like I'm picturing licking my table, <clears throat> and I can totally feel what it f- feels like. If you know what I mean.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Almost We're all so much just picturing licking everything. I know, I know. But you like, know when you drop like, a bit like, of ketchup like, and you lick like, it up. Like think about like
0: licking your your jumper or your T-shirt or something. Like you don't, you might not have licked that, but you would know what that felt would feel like to lick.
2: He just licks your, really lick your shoulder as if
1: he's oh. in the fall. Is just licking his t-shirt next that, to me, and I'm really creeped out. Well, I'm
0: more creeped out on Facetime because there's a there's a really close-up <laughs> section that's popping out behind sort of everything else. Oh my word! Um, yeah,
1: that was creepy. It must be something to do. it So it must be a I, couple of your senses. Yeah, I think it must be. <laughs>
0: Uh, for the tape Ross just licked Amy's shoulder she's, she's wearing this <laughs>
1: fuzzy top and I really top. tried to be professional and carry on but Andrew was so shocked
2: you've got a very interesting top on I've so got like a, a fluffy to see,
1: but... pajama top on so that was was really it like
2: creepy. was
0: it Ross as if that was it, you, that was like, the only thing in the room I could see did that it, gone did it I feel don't as actually if I
2: know what it would be like
0: did it feel as if you were going to lick like a muppet did it feel like elmo <laughs> no, what I are imagine... you calling me no I'm just <laughs> saying like like muppets are muppets are are Kind of fuzzy. Did did it feel like licking Elmo?
1: I'm really I feel on. I don't know. I
2: feel like they're smoother than this is.
1: I'm kind of just getting insulted here. I've not got smooth clothes. I look like a muppet.
0: No, no, just your clothes. Um, I've got. I'm
1: married to someone that just goes around licking (laughs) t-shirts.
0: For for science, it's all for science. (laughs) You find Ross tomorrow out licking t-shirts on people.
2: It's for science.
1: <laughs> Honestly, this is how like serial killers start—just <laughs> something you, creepy they get interested in.
2: You oh. can't bring up a fact like that and not try it out. I and know. I bet other people that are listening have gone and then just seen something nearby and had a little lick. Okay, well, that, right, I will. Yeah, yeah, that right. Exactly I, I, I don't
1: agree. To. So, if anyone has licked their t-shirt or licked something that's nearby, can you please let I, us know?
2: I will
0: stand in solidarity, and I just oh, licked. No, I licked. I did. I licked. I licked the pots thing.
1: can everyone please stop licking things?
2: Going to move on to the next story, which is me. So,
1: I changed the script so that I would go after Andrew. You changed it back.
2: The next, part, the next <laughs> story we read online is Amy.
1: Did you try and change it? I
2: just. You didn't try. You up, did you know? change it. <laughs> no, I
0: changed
1: it so I would go second. I,
0: I, I can see second. it. It's written here. He did change it. It's there. It says, Andrew it Ross Amy. Like...
1: Yeah, but I'd already mixed it up. Yeah, well, I... I didn't
2: know that, did I? <laughs> These joint
1: oh, you guys. Okay. So, my headline is Top 10 UK Places Most Likely to Survive Zombie Apocalypse. Ooh. And th- this was done by um, I think it was like a university or some Someone did a study on it. Um, so, Edinburgh features in the top 10. What do you think it features? Nine. Okay.
0: I'm going to go for four. Seven. Oh.
1: Um, it is based on outdoor space. Reci- how many how much outdoor space you have? How many recycling centers you have, and how many electrical charging points you have?
0: Wait, re- I'm sorry, recycling centers. What's that got to do with? Honestly, I
1: don't zombies?
2: know. Zombies. <clears throat> are, are you confusing zombie apocalypse with environmental apocalypse?
1: <laughs> Honestly, I don't know, but it must just so be electrical
2: charging ports, recycling centers. Well,
1: think about if you did live in an ap- apocalyptic world
2: yeah
1: but where would you put all your rubbish and there was no one to come and collect your bins so to have a to have a big place where you could go would be quite ideal
0: but wait wait amy yeah, i don't know was no empty in it if, like if <laughs> have, have you ever seen like the start of a zombie apocalypse film like most of the time it's just Shaun a sean of the dead oh hmm, Shaun
1: of the Dead. well yeah because they're all recycling the rubbish
0: or they're not no no but it's a wasteland like everything's rubbish they're, oh, not well, we, they're not well, we they're
1: not they're bad places um and also um onshore wind farms and farmland
0: okay they're, so they're, so so you, you can get genera- farmland you, you can generate power and then you've got somewhere that you can make food
1: yeah Oh okay so that kind of makes sense doesn't it um so number one um was cambridge
2: the place with all the boats the place with all the boats. renowned for its wind farms,
1: yeah. I don't know, it must be onshore wind farms. And then, Swan I'm very Gay.
2: suspicious of this article. No, I, no, wait, give get... us the
0: other ones. We want to hear the other ones, we want to rip them to shreds. Can
1: you, can you guess them?
0: Uh, Oxford, no, oh, London,
1: no, London wouldn't be good. Remember, it's done in like open spaces as well.
2: Open space, offshore wind farms, Aberdeen,
1: onshore wind farms,
2: onshore wind farms.
1: Onshore wind farms. Mm. Aberdeen is not there.
0: Right, no no one
1: Aberdeen looks like a post (laughs) the the
0: Highlands because like we've got onshore wind farms no
2: and recycling centres
0: and loads of space
1: no oh my god so there's another place in Scotland another kind of city you've not mentioned
0: Dundee
2: yeah
1: it's
0: always Dundee always Dundee
2: so you jump on the Discovery and you're safe
0: hide in the (laughs) V&A no one will find you in there
1: so that was my story I thought it was quite cool though
0: that is cool
2: but but I just, I, I'm so confused, why, because recycling centres only work if there's people there to man the recycling centre.
0: Well, I don't know. Somehow, there's, I feel like... There's not
2: that many people. I mean,
1: I think but... the recycling centres <laughs> is quite random.
0: But I do, I feel like zombies aren't really, I, yeah, they're not really geared up to put plastics and plastics. Probably also, mixed, the, the they electric... probably have mixed recycling. Ugh, well, maybe
1: worse. it's something to do with the air quality. They said it's based on air quality as well, so maybe... I don't know
2: uh, but the, like the electric points for your car there's there's not going to be anyone producing electricity so you can't charge your car
1: the wind farms the
2: old, well the, that's the only thing that's sensible but then there's no point in having a random uh, charging point you, you need to connect that directly to your wind farm I'm mm-hmm. not sure that's easy to do I don't know need some sort of transformer I've got a bit of an engineering background
1: You could you could question them
2: yeah what's her website
1: apparently cambridge here is has described as leafy. <laughs> leafy 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 cambridge that's what you need
2: during a zombie apocalypse so let's do the big news of the week so the big news of the week is the
1: andrew didn't record the god podcast it's <laughs> <laughs> gonna say god cast no, it's a different thing whole different thing
2: that's that's released on a sunday so, let's move on to what we read online this week. And we're going to start this week with Andrew. Take two, off you go. Take about oh, right. okay, 97.
0: <laughs> so, let me ask you guys, as if I don't already know, are you <laughs> morning larks or night owls? <laughs> that just sounds like because you just
1: sleep with us. <laughs> as if I don't know how you guys sleep, Pat. Yeah, you, Alexa.
2: Um, you live 150 miles away. Um...
1: Is that how far you live away? Yes, yeah, no longer.
2: Two hundred eight.
0: Uh, oh, I mean, well, uh, two hundred. You know, I'm round about that. Not so specific that I really know all the details.
2: Um, I'm surprised I, you weren't
1: like it's the whole Hamilton soundtrack twice. <laughs> it's
2: true. Yeah. All right, so I am a night owl. Oh. What are you,
1: Amy? I am a morning a lark. lark. What's a lark? And a morning laugh
0: well guys turns out scientists say you might not be so um the scientists the scientists sorry just the scientists, the do, scientists. just the people Those who labs. do science the scientists um have discovered there actually might be six what we call chronotypes uh, which are um all to do with your activity throughout the day uh, based on your circadian rhythm um so, I'm just going to run through all the different types. So, it goes from low energy to high energy. So, morning types have lots of high energy in the morning, and then over the day, they drop down to low energy at night. Definitely not me. Evening types are low energy in the morning, and they move in a diagonal up to high energy uh, in the evening. Not me. You've got a highly active type, who are pretty much high all the time. Uh, high energy, yes, Maybe.
1: Not Not me. Um, Maybe it used to be,
0: back in the day. <laughs> 2010, uh, The moderately active type. I um, actually have low energy pretty much all day. So I don't yeah, really understand how they're moderately active. Um, then you've got daytime type, which is low in the morning, high in the afternoon, and then lower in the evening. Um, and then you've got my favourite ones. Daytime sleepy type. Oh. Ooh, what's this one? Uh, daytime sleepy type are high in the morning... Pretty low in the afternoons and then a little bit higher in the evenings.
1: Maybe that's what I am.
2: Yeah, I reckon I'm. I'm like that. I always find like I work pretty well in the morning, the afternoon, like after lunch, a bit of a crash, and then try and have a nap when I come home from work, and then <laughs> if I'm allowed to, and then no, <laughs> then wake up for the evening.
1: You're also you used to not be a morning person. You were not a morning lark.
2: I was not. No, how you were a, just this owl back from hunting. change this, yeah. Me, you know?
1: change, not change me, I've just been, I'm just a person.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I used to, it used to be like during the holidays and stuff, I would barely get up before like 11 or 12 o'clock. It
1: was, and then just go and play Xbox. It was so annoying.
2: <laughs> and then just for Amy, he came home from work, perfect. I would do, do something. <laughs> You'd do everything, like yeah. absolutely everything that you <laughs> needed to do in that. In I'd be running around, Amy would come back, I'd be sweating, and be like, oh, I've been working all day, oh. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, now, um. Yeah, my body, my body clock just wakes up at seven o'clock, and then, but yeah, I definitely feel like I crash at, after lunch. Yeah,
1: yeah, I have a crash. If you eat a lot or stuff as well, you get a wee bit crashy.
2: Yeah, I do enjoy,
0: do quite enjoy an afternoon nap to be honest.
1: Oh, I love an afternoon now. So, are you
2: a daytime sleepy person too? I think I am a daytime sleepy person. Is is everybody a daytime sleepy person? And well, to just
0: I think probably probably with the current like uh, daylight savings hours and like darkness times and all that sort of stuff, um, winter it's called Andrew. It's called winter. Uh, <laughs> so, daylight darkness times. <laughs> <laughs> the um, the everybody maybe like feels a little bit sleepy in the afternoon because I mean like it's dark up here. It's dark at like four o'clock. Yeah. Yeah, assume, yeah, like it's absolutely crazy, and then you come home and you're like, oh, it's only like half past four, and you're like, oh, should I go to bed? Do I get dinner? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> what what do I do? And then you have a danger nap, so then you don't really know how long you're gonna nap for, and then always you, wake set up an and you think, always yeah, set an alarm. Always set an alarm. Yeah, if you say like set an alarm, and then you're like, you panic because then I think the
2: alarm's gonna go off all the time. Yeah, you you never sleep as well, do you? Yeah. But I I always find you get, if you're having a daytime nap, advice here for everyone daytime napping. Um, I used to do swimming when I was younger. So you'd do your early morning training, and then a vital part of your day would be getting a a nap in at some point. And your nap time was either less than 20 minutes or an hour and a half. And it couldn't be.
1: Why'd you always pick an hour and a half?
2: An hour and a half? Yeah, because that's that's a full sleep cycle.
1: Like, you're more, you'd are more, you be more awake if you just had a 20-minute nap than if you had an hour one. Because in an hour one, you've gone into deep sleep, whereas in a 20-minute one, you wouldn't go into deep sleep. But you would kind of feel rested. So you should try not to nap for longer than 20 minutes. I mean, an hour and a half has taken the piss.
0: Yeah.
2: That's basically, could, like,
1: be, yeah. that's like a full night sleep. <laughs> for some people. With a one-year-old. <laughs> for some people who nap a lot during the day.
0: <laughs> See, that, that's the only thing, though, that I find. If I nap in the middle of the day, then when it comes to, like, Proper bedtime, Uh like I can't get sleep. Like I'm abso- I'm absolutely wired. So actually, I oh think I am a daytime sleepy person.
1: You know, I nap pretty much every Saturday and Sunday. Really. During the day, and I can go to sleep at like nine know? o'clock if I need to.
0: Saturday and Sundays are not the days I go sleepy time. Don't know uh-huh. why I'm calling it sleepy time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like midweek, but I think it, that's um, mental exhaustion is um,
2: one of my favorite facts. Here is that because teachers make more minute-to-minute decisions than a brain surgeon. Maybe, Ooh, probably because
1: yeah. probably because they're not brain-surgering all the time.
2: Well <laughs> oh, no! I think it's just it, when you're teaching <laughs> all the time, you have to think right. That kid's doing that. How do I react to that? Do I make a big deal of this? Do I not? And that's not even thinking about delivering your curriculum or whatever you have to do. So it's yeah. quite, it's quite full-on it's teaching. Demanding, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. It's like a mentally. Especially if
2: you've got a class that's not very good at behaving. If your classes behave well, it's fine. That, that's... So it's just
1: like babysitting, but like twenty people.
2: Yeah.
1: And but you need to know. You also need to know the science stuff if they're asking you questions. Or like, I'd find the maths yeah. the hardest.
0: It's like that. Well, it, it's, like, it's all that stuff, and then you've got safety. Like, yeah. Oh no! Right. Oh, they're swinging on their chair. Oh, quick! Tell them the story about that time where that guy <laughs> fell over and
2: cracked <laughs> his <died>. head open. <laughs>
1: What quick, school did you go them. to? He went to another school.
0: <laughs> another school that was. Someone
2: my cousin knew. It was. Mm-hmm. Oh, quick. Um, Make them put on the safety goggles. It's water. <laughs> we're boiling water. Quickly. Yeah. Put the goggles on. And stand up.
0: That sounds bad, but I'm like a really horrible person when it comes to all this stuff. I'm like, no. Well, I'm you have on. to be. That's yeah.
2: part of our job. We need to.
1: Get the Bunsen burners out.
2: Yeah. But
1: I do know that's all I remember from science. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that's why we're running this podcast. <laughs> Um so we're gonna move on to the second story we read online this week, which is Amy, tell us Ooh, all about your forgot that I
1: have to read this. Um okay, I'll read you the headline. Oh okay. yeah. Oh it's crown oh no, it's coming back. Okay, so wear of the dog. Like hair of the dog, but a bit of a pun.
0: <laughs> Why on, <laughs> I... <laughs> on earth are you explaining that to us?
1: <laughs> well. High tech <laughs> mask that sobers you up is three times Wait, sorry. I'm doing a Ross high-tech <laughs> mask that sobers you up three times faster than normal is invented by scientists.
2: So why is the dog wearing the mask? Can <laughs> <laughs> I mention the dog? Well, say, where is the, the sun dog? have
1: even listed put it in grey and the rest is in black to show you that it's a pun. It's like their code. Um. So yeah. So the idea is, it's like a mask that you would have in hospital for like oxygen, but it. Inputs is that the right word? Inputs uh, gas.
0: I, I That
1: expect. I mean, I've told you guys what what it is, which is <laughs> annoying.
0: I know. I'm really sorry. Um, on another completely separate note, mm-hmm. did your cat just walk in and open the door? Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Put my pants that it was a ghost or someone. Imagine the
1: then if our lights just went off. I know. <laughs> <laughs> feel like, oh my god um
0: uh,
2: so, so okay, yeah so, so the mask the mask so was I'd on some sort of gas what sort of gas
1: Well will guess tell
2: me i would guess <laughs> at something with oxygen because if you don't have oxygen you're gonna die
1: interesting so if i just inhaled something like let me just say a cheeky hydrogen i would just die
2: you probably so when you breathe you don't fully expel all the gas in your lungs so, I'd have some oxygen. You'd still have some oxygen. Yeah. So, if you do one breath, that's not going to do it. If you took a couple of breaths, that probably wouldn't be very good for
1: But me. my body makes carbon. N-
2: no.
1: Well, how am I getting rid of carbon? How does it uh, get oxygen in and then carbon dioxide goes out?
2: Carbon dioxide comes out, yes. Yes,
1: yeah, so my body must make carbon. Right. Respiration, um, Andrew, go. Respiration unknown, known, so, known.
0: Uh, yeah, so so your um, body, as your body, oh, okay. So, as your body breaks <laughs> down, um, Anybody in my higher class who's listening, this is really good revision. Oh, it's higher. Um, So as your body breaks (laughs) down, you don't go into this level of detail. Anyway, you do um, respiration. So as as glucose is broken down, um, Mm -hmm. it's turned into lots of other things. So we'll just, we'll do the S1 version. It's broken down into lots of other things. And then um, at the end, as that glucose is being made into energy, the ATP molecule, um, it gives off carbon dioxide. Um, so then the carbon dioxide has to come out of the cells. It comes out of the cells. It moves into the blood. And then that blood travels to the lungs. And then that's how you expel it. But the oxygen oh. is required to actually make that whole thing happen. So it needs oxygen in. That gets broken down with the glucose to make the carbon dioxide the energy. And then yeah. the carbon dioxide travels back off, off to the lungs. Oh, nice. So, so is the gas carbon dioxide?
1: So it's yeah, it's carbon dioxide. Well done Andrew, 10 points. Thanks. Um although you're about minus 200 for not recording <laughs> the podcast. So you're on a, you're on minus minus you're doing well. Um but yeah, so so you basically um Ross is just dropping things. He's minus 10 as well. Um okay. So yeah, you if you were drunk, you would then put a ma- this mask on and then you do, like, short, short breaths and it expels oxygen from your blood quicker, apparently. But so, they only tested this oxygen, on five... Yeah,
0: alcohol. Alcohol, sorry. Yeah. They only tested this on five people. <laughs> so, like, like, can you buy it in shops yet, or is it...
1: No, it's costs, like, $15,000, this mask. For a mask? And it's a briefcase of carbon dioxide. But I'm sure you could buy... for oh,
2: dogs? It's
1: for dogs. It for dogs. From... <laughs> bonnie the dog from tiktok
2: is taking off sentient
1: um but yeah i thought that was quite interesting
2: yeah well but would you guys
1: would you guys do that i don't think i would would you shouldn't shouldn't
2: be breathing in carbon dioxide get
1: yourself a lucasid get yourself a mcdonald's breakfast They order you can order online don't drive and have a nap we go back to the naps put on a disney film cry into your pillow
2: or just don't drink as much have a nap yeah, drink responsibly. responsibly. Drink I am never that person
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that when I used to go out, come home like hammered and drink a pint of water before I go to bed. People do that. I just, yeah, I I'm know. like, I'm like pint, fully clothed, water, makeup and on. And a banana.
0: Yeah, a pint of water and a banana for the potassium. I don't know. It, it did actually work. <laughs> like I, I was actually quite surprised. Really? Yeah. But i have only a couple of times drunk. have I not remembered once in this past year don't remember getting home
1: okay
0: and by home I mean from the back room where my computer was where we were having the Zoom party <laughs> to my bed which was in the next room don't remember 2020 uh-huh. 20 going home uh-huh. chips at home woke up with a violin in the bed with me fully clothed no idea what was going on okay. Um yeah apparently any I was bananas to...
1: kicking about?
0: no because I can't have so this is the horrible thing I can't have I can't really eat bananas the violin a nickname they, um, for someone? they give me heartburn <laughs> Which is terrible. We'll just take a Renny. Oh, that doesn't That's uh, it's not strong enough purpose. anymore. I'm on uh-huh. I'm on special stuff. I'm on the strong stuff.
1: Oh, so no bananas for you.
0: No bananas for me.
1: No. Oh. But yeah, anyway, I thought that was interesting and yeah, I it had is a cool. fun. That's kinda
2: of my I, yeah, I wouldn't please don't go around breathing in carbon dioxide straight from a canister. To sober up. No, yeah. no just anyway.
1: Okay, but this they they discovered this for people that have had carbon monoxide poisoning or people that like, to help them get rid of the carbon dioxide.
2: No, yeah, carbon monoxide. To
1: get rid of... Oh, sorry, to help them get rid of that. Because
2: that can be damaging for the cells. And
1: to help yeah. people come round from anaesthetics quicker.
2: That's quite cool, actually. But,
1: like, it doesn't take but, that long to come round from an anaesthetic.
0: But I yeah. feel like it's one of those things of, like, oh, we've got this really cool medical Marvel thing. How can we fix hangovers? Like, it, it, just, like, it it's, just... It's not it's, something that
2: needs that. No. Just like don't there drink.
0: are there are there are we've made a vaccine in ten months. Let's put our let's put our money yeah. and efforts into that.
2: Yeah, things that are killing people. Yeah. Well, we'll I think they we'll made this thing. Anyway. I always do feel like they're gonna kill you. <laughs> but to
1: test it on five people, just to be like, yeah, I feel okay. I don't know, it's weird.
0: It's time for questions from the public.
1: So the next bit, um, as always, I have gathered some questions that people have asked us um, through various social channels. So I'm just going to ask you guys um, what they are and we'll, we'll we'll see if you guys actually know the answer. If not, we'll just have to ask people to Google it. Um, so the first question is, what happens if a spaceman or woman goes into space and takes off their helmet? Amy,
2: what do you think is going to happen?
1: Well, I think they're not going to survive because there's no oxygen, and when you don't have any oxygen, you die.
2: Uh, yeah. It's and there's no
1: bees up there to make oxygen. Just a shout out to the bees for doing Bee, lots of good just
2: week. to clarify with everyone: bees do not make oxygen. <laughs> they they do not. And thank a roundabout you way. for listening to the podcast. I read a line somewhere. <laughs> no, but they. And they... that is the end of our podcast. Oh wow! They, no, five I'm sorry, episodes but bees... In.
1: In... <laughs> Bees do make oxygen in a roundabout way because they help pollinate plants, and plants make oxygen. Is that not why we are obsessed with bees?
2: So Ross, saying sperm causes uh, <laughs> not <more. laughs>
0: Beespiracy. That's oh no, no. Wait, why are we obsessed <laughs> with bees then? Just, <laughs> so,
1: why do they say if bees die, we're all going to well, die? Well,
0: because, because because we bee, don't get food. Yeah, because we don't get food because bees pollinate the food. They pollinate the flowers to make the food
1: to make oxygen. Well, this food give us oxygen. N- no. And energy. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> That's not. No. Okay. This will be going into bees. This is totally <laughs> going to go
0: into our outtakes episode.
1: <laughs> Ignore the bees in space. But yes, I think a space person would die if they took their helmet off. And asht- because I- there's, because there's no oxygen. An astronaut. No other, no other reasons.
2: Astronaut. An astronaut. <laughs> Face person. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so I I think what would happen here is certainly anything that's liquid is go- if, when there's no pressure, anything that's liquid is going to evaporate. It's going to turn into a gas. So, so is that
1: like if they were sweaty, or if
2: they had or a bottle of tongue. Evian? So
1: <laughs> what would ha- what would actually happen if they had a bottle
2: of Evian? it would just turn into gas, and you just wouldn't mm. know. More oxygen.
0: Uh, I believe that's called sublimation. Uh, no it's not it's called evaporation no, it's mind. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and the second edge to our podcast
0: <laughs> I'm a terrible
1: scientist
2: um, okay sorry so so, so like, the liquids would evaporate there's... into a gas so on your eyes so the, there's like your tears Ooh. and your cornea that would uh, turn into gas and anything in your like mouth that would turn into gas and in doing that it would sort what of what gas? Uh, um, steam but not that hot. is not spe-
1: i'm sorry I, Where's steam on the periodic table
2: it's it's like water <laughs> do you mean do you, water you mean do you mean water vapor the water vapor so is in h2
1: so we're talking two parts hydrogen one part oxygen here that is water yeah okay so that's what you would turn into so no, i'm sorry no, what, what no, about my that's, bot- <laughs>
2: that's only in your tongue
1: <laughs> but what about my bottle of evion
2: it's, it's already water so it's just turning more into so more as soon water. as you open that it turns into gas and it's gone right um, what will happen to you is you'll probably just expand like your skin will hold you in place but you'll expand God, this is um, like lo-
1: lockdown, just expanding I don't know if
2: like, stuff like Guardians of the Galaxy that show you freezing, uh, that would depend on where you are, so if you were sort of close to the sun actually you get quite a lot of radiation uh, so it might actually heat you up um, but if you're further away from the sun, uh, yeah you will sort of turn into a popsicle stick and then just continue moving as a popsicle stick for the rest of eternity because uh, you wouldn't biodegrade at all. You wouldn't sort of fall apart and
1: Ooh. what was it they unfroze you? Is that, that's never worked, has it? They were able to successfully unfreeze someone. No, I watched a documentary yeah, in school so. called The Iceman.
2: No, we're getting on to this <laughs> biology. Andrew can you unfreeze yeah, someone?
0: Yes, can you? Um currently no. Uh the because of the way I mean <clears throat> currently we can't unfreeze. Hey, yeah, they we, did it in Austin <clears throat> Powers. <clears throat> we can't unfreeze anybody, but you can you can't currently you can freeze someone um but generally uh generally they have to be dead um and then we freeze them and then the whole idea is that eventually we'll be able to bring them back but right now our issue is when ice crystals form they are too big so a bit like um it's think of it in terms of um you can't freeze salad so if you put salad in the freezer uh and then you take it out another great experiment never i've never okay. tried well <laughs> try it make sure like do lettuce or some something with high water content um so lettuce cucumber put oh. put it in the freezer and then take it out and just let it thaw naturally um and it just it absolutely loses all its structure because the cells are damaged and um, because so of the ice crystals so on the inside like,
2: so you know when like a pipe freezes it like cracks it, like um, yeah, cracks because the water has expanded. Is that what's happening to every cell?
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Like that that's a nice analogy to think about what it's like. Yes.
2: That's kind of us for the week. was expecting you to come you in. You only did one question. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Iceland,
0: Iceland, <laughs>
2: everybody it loves Iceland. Iceland. Okay. So, our eighth fact about Iceland is... Oh,
1: stop, Ross. Okay, next question is, or last question is from Jess, and she has asked, why is the snow white?
0: Why is this Snow White or why is Snow White? <laughs> Snow White. <laughs> why is Snow White? Why is Snow White? Well, well why
2: is Snow White what? The
0: White. most beautifulest person on the <laughs> mirror, mirror, mirror. Is that the one? Is that mirror, mirror on the wall who's the greatest? Yeah. Who's the. I get like that and Cinderella
2: mix up. No, Sleeping Beauty. Oh, Snow no. And Sleeping Beauty.
0: No, Sleeping like Beauty's uh, she pricks her finger and goes to sleep. Yeah, but
2: they're basically the same, aren't they?
1: No, the other one eats no. an apple.
2: One has dwarves. They're
0: all different stories. <laughs>
1: um. Okay. Anyway,
2: the only one that's different is Frozen because there is no man coming to save her, and I really appreciate that. <laughs> Olaf. Well, the the the, the <laughs> true love moment is not like um a man coming to swoop in and save the day. It's sisterly love. That's true love.
1: Okay. So why is Snow White, Andrew?
0: Why is Snow White? Well, yeah. uh, let me tell you. I believe it's a little word that we call ref- ra- reflection. I got it Re- right. What's
1: it reflecting against, though? Uh, so
0: no, so the inside of the crystal of the snowflake, <clears throat> the light is being reflected, and I suppose to some degree they're ref- refracted through clearer bits, but reflecting, so it's reflecting all the light, so it's all bouncing all over the place. So therefore, and then because light is made up of Roy G. Biv, the spectrum, um, you're seeing all of that light together, which is what makes it white.
1: Ah, oh, nice.
0: And let's pause. My thoughts while, were just because uh, like, Ro- it was just ice. Because we're going to pause so I can have that moment before Ross says,
2: Well, actually. No, I, I'm going to go, Yeah, well done. That sucks, I, th- that sucks.
1: I don't think Ross knew the answer.
0: What? Then please feel free to uh, drop us a link uh, to ireditos at gmail.com. Um, Or you can drop us a link on any of our social medias. We're at IRedditOS, uh, pretty much on all social medias. And uh, we will see you in our next episode. Thanks, guys.
2: Tell us your favourite animal crossovers.
1: Okay, bye.
0: Bye.